This episode is going to be a little different. I suggest that you grab a pen and paper and work through a few things with me as we go along in order to really benefit from what I'm about to tell you. Today, I'm going to share with you how you can ensure your audience will be able to maintain the needed momentum inside your course or online program by applying the impact effort matrix. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. You might have heard of the impact effort matrix before, maybe you haven't, but it's going to solve a common challenge that often comes up in conversations in the online space amongst experts, coaches, and service-based professionals that have courses and online programs. And that common challenge is that their participants aren't taking enough consistent action to actually complete the learning or get results from the learning that they've set up for them. This can look like or be described as low completion rates, low engagement rates, maybe it's inconsistent attendance at classes or sessions, and most certainly inconsistent action. However, today I'm going to share with you a strategy that's going to potentially change all that for you and provide you with the secret sauce that's going to have your learner showing up, taking action, and actually achieving results without adding any external incentive. I suggest that you grab a pen and paper and work through a few things with me as we go along in order to really benefit from what I'm about to tell you. If you're driving right now, no worries. You can listen to the full episode without taking any pen and paper action but you'll have some things that you can put into action later on. Now, to get you in the zone, I want you to think about a time when you had a task or a project to complete that felt heavy, it felt hard, and it was generating a lot of feelings of resistance in you. Because you're a disciplined person, and I know you are, you went and you did the task or you completed the project. It really didn't build up any excitement for you, but you did get it done. Now I want you to think about a time when you had the same feeling of resistance towards a particular task or activity, but then when you started doing the task or activity, something happened that shifted your perspective. Can you think of that time? And I want you to think about what it was that happened that shifted your perspective, your energy, and your feelings towards that task. I'm going to guess that the reason that 
your perspective and feeling shifted is because you experienced some type of pleasure during that activity. Maybe you were going to a conference that your boss made you go to. You weren't really interested in the topic, but it was something that they thought that it would be beneficial to you. You dragged yourself there, but then when you got to the conference, you realized that you got to sit beside someone that you were friends with that you hadn't seen in a really long time. You started to feel a sense of pleasure that turned your thoughts to, maybe this day isn't going to be so difficult after all. Or maybe you're like me and you hate grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is a task I wish I never had to do. And I'm really loving the fact that now it's become a little bit more normalized that you can order your groceries online. But let me just say, I don't like grocery shopping. If I go to the store and I find out when I get there that there's a 50% off sale on some of my favorite items that I didn't know existed, to me, that creates a sense of pleasure, right? So I am more likely to want to continue the task and my energy level goes up, my feelings of happiness and success are emerging and the activity itself becomes more enjoyable. And this is what you want to create in your learning environment. Even a learner who's excited about learning will have some difficulty maintaining momentum throughout your course or program without you intentionally planting these little pleasure opportunities throughout your curriculum and content. So what I'm talking about here is the quick win. Your focus as the expert should always be on helping your learner achieve their desired state in the shortest amount of time with the least amount of effort. And this can be accomplished with intentional design strategy, ensuring that you're only including the need to know and do versus the nice to know and do. But there's also another key ingredient in this recipe for success, and that's momentum. Without momentum, learning feels heavy, learning feels hard, and it most certainly doesn't feel fun. So how can your learning design ensure your participants are primed, pumped, and ready to take action week after week? It's with the quick win. So what's a quick win? Well, a quick win is any achievement that occurs after an action is taken that produces an immediate benefit and that can be implemented quickly. Quickly is the key. A quick win is all about efficiency and impact. It boosts confidence. It helps fuel momentum. And very importantly, it solves the problem. A quick win doesn't have to be hard. Small steps can actually have the biggest impact. Recently, I've been hearing a lot of references to dopamine in different trainings and things that I'm taking. And dopamine is a neurotransmitter that your nervous system uses to send messages between cells. Then it actually plays a role in how we feel pleasure. So it's a big part of our unique ability as humans to think and plan. And it helps us strive, focus, and find things interesting. And we need to elicit increased levels of dopamine in our learning design. And that can be accomplished with the quick win. By increasing the dopamine levels in our bodies, this affects human behavior, how we learn, 
how we experience motivation, how we attend to an activity, and our mood during that activity. The more we experience pleasure, the more we seek pleasure. And because quick wins make us feel good, that's going to have a direct impact on the actions taken and the results achieved inside of our learning product. Okay, so now that we got some of the science behind quick wins out of the way, let's talk about the impact effort matrix. Now let's go back to that paper and pen for a minute. What I'd like you to do is take a piece of paper and just draw a line down the middle of the paper from the top to the bottom and another line from side to side intersecting those lines in the middle. So essentially you're creating a paper that has a four quadrant chart on it. In the top left, I want you to write at the very top of the box, high effort, low impact. In the top right, I want you to write high effort, high impact. In the bottom left, I want you to write low effort, low impact. And in the bottom right, I want you to write low effort, high impact. It's in that bottom right quadrant where the quick win actually happens. So put a big circle around it or highlight it with your favorite highlighter pen, whatever you need to do. This is where I want you to maintain your focus for the rest of this episode. I want you to start thinking right now about your course or your online program curriculum and content. When we think about quick wins, have you intentionally sprinkled quick wins in throughout your own course or program? Remember, quick wins solve a problem. This isn't gamification. This isn't about getting engagement points or things for completing tasks. This is about identifying quick wins that are very intentionally chosen because they are high impact, low effort, and they solve a problem quickly. Do a quick audit on your current content and see if you can find some quick wins. And if you can't, that's okay. I'm going to tell you how to find them. And if you have some, I'm going to tell you the process that you can walk through to find more quick wins. Because honestly, the more quick wins you have, the more momentum that you're going to continue to build in your participants. And the more likely, like I said, that they're going to show up, take action and get the result that they desire. Okay, so the first thing is you need to identify where there are gaps for your participant. So you want to think about what is their current situation? Where do they need to be successful? And what needs to be different in order for them to achieve that success? This answer will help you identify the gap. The gap is what you're trying to fill with your product or service or a piece of your product or service in the case of a course or program. So be sure not to assume that the gap is as basic as not knowing something because information is just information. While it might be a piece of the puzzle, ask yourself, do they have the right skills, tools, motivation, and mindset to take necessary action to achieve the goal? And if the answer is no, you have more than a knowledge gap to address. That's really important to understand. Once you've identified a gap, now you're going to identify the goal. Identifying clear goals is critical to success. You have to know what your client or customer is trying to achieve in order to be able to really measure a result. 
it's also by identifying the goal that that there's a clear vision of the destination and the goal addresses the gap aka the problem right so see where i'm going with this so your mission then is to choose one of the gaps to address for this process to walk through to find the quick wins just one so find a gap identify the goal that it's trying to achieve and then we're going to ask ourselves what do they need to go from their present state to their future state and what are the possible solutions or actions that can be taken to overcome the gap now i don't want you to be thinking about high effort low impact just yet we're going to get to that Right now, I just want you to brain dump all the possible solutions to this problem. And then you can walk through the final step to identify which one of those solutions is actually going to lead them closer to a quick win. So there could be a variety of solutions to any of the problems that you've identified. But now that you've identified the gap in the goal and the solutions have been brainstormed, we need to map those solutions to the impact effort matrix. I want you to take one of the solutions and I want you to decide which quadrant they go under. Is this a high effort solution, meaning it's going to take a lot of time, energy, and resources and yield a little bit of impact? Or is it a high impact activity that requires low effort? That would be the quick win. If it's high effort, high impact, Again, it's not a quick win because it's going to require a lot of time, resources, and energy. And if it's low effort and not much impact, it's not the space where the quick win lives either. So we're looking for something that has high impact but low effort. So let's use this example of wanting to improve your overall health and well-being. One of the gaps that you've identified is you want to improve your diet. Some of the strategies or solutions that you've come up with to improve your diet might include things like making a meal plan, eating more fruits and vegetables, reducing fat and sodium intake, or overall eliminating bad habits. When we plot those though on the effort impact matrix, those all require multiple steps to complete. So they're definitely high effort. They may have high impact, but certainly the amount of time, energy, and resources needed to make a meal plan, eat more fruits and vegetables, reduce fat and sodium intake, and eliminate bad habits is going to be a lot. So what you could do then is choose one of those solutions. Let's say eat more fruits and vegetables. There's four things that you could do to help you achieve that goal. You could list your favorite fruits and vegetables, add an extra vegetable to your next meal, try one new fruit or vegetable a day for a week, or double your portion of vegetables at dinner. So when we think about the impact effort matrix, you see here that making a list of your favorite fruits and vegetables doesn't take a lot of effort, but it's not really gonna have a lot of impact in your ability to eat more fruits and vegetables. But there are some other things that fall under the low effort, high impact. That would be adding an extra vegetable to your next meal. That's pretty low effort, right? But it, it helps you achieve your goal. You are going to actually eat more fruits and vegetables. Trying one new fruit or vegetable a day for a week, again, 
something that you can quickly and easily do. And doubling your portion of vegetables at dinner is also very much low effort. It's an extra scoop on your plate, but it actually helps you get closer to your goal of eating more fruits and vegetables. So you definitely have three out of four solutions on that particular brain dump are quick wins. So hopefully that example has helped you if you weren't able to easily apply it to your own content and curriculum initially that you can go back now and try again. And you can do this over and over and over again. This can apply to full courses and programs. It can apply to modules or individual lessons. And really the sky is the limit. There's no rule about how many quick wins you can have. The more that you have, the more momentum you're going to build, the more likely that people are going to show up, take action, and get results. And that just means that your business is going to continue to be at the forefront of their mind. And this means that they're going to view you as someone that they want to continue to learn from, and it's just going to enhance the likelihood that they'll buy a learning product from you again in the future. Not to mention the number of referrals that you might get from them no liking and trusting you with their learning journey. And that's a wrap. Have a great week.